Everyone wants more money, but most of us weren't taught how to create an abundant life. That's where the More Money Show comes in. If you're ready to have more money, create more freedom and experience more fun, turn the volume up. It's time to learn how to create the prosperity and life you have been dreaming of. Here's your host, Cassie Parks. Hello, and welcome to this episode. I am your host, Cassie Parks, and I am back with Mia to talk about um, growth and awesome stuff going in and on in her life. So welcome, Mia. How are you? Um, absolutely awesome. Awesome. Well, tell, speaking of awesome, tell me something awesome. Awesome. Uh, just recently, I had a conversation, just opened up um, some new brokerage accounts because I've come into some money from my business. And, um, you know, I, I do all this stuff myself, but you always have to talk to a, a consultant about it. And after about a 20 minute conversation, he said, well, you're doing everything just fine. You know about everything. You got T-bills, you got CDs, you got this, you got that. And you're waiting to find out what your tax liability is. You're a financial wizard. Um, if you need anything, please give me a call, but I'm not going to bug you anymore. I said, thank you. <laughs> but it felt really good. It felt really good to have somebody say, wow, man, you know what's going on. I, I can't help you at all. Yeah, so. that is awesome. And especially in that because if you've been on the receiving end of some of those experiences as listeners may have, and that's not always, that's not like the first place they want to go because they're the expert, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And um, it's, it's all, you know, it starts with the platform that you're using and I've been on several different trading platforms and it doesn't take very long to figure a different one out. And um, that, that always amazes people as well that you could actually, navigate another trading platform that's different from one you've used, but they are, they have similarities and you can pretty much find your way around, but yeah, it's, uh, still feels good. feels good to kind of know what you're doing. I love that. So I thought it would be fun uh, to revisit this because we haven't kind of come back to this in a little while. I want to know what is your current money story? I'm just, I'm killing it. It just, it feels, it feels so good. Um, you know, being on the calls and listening some, to some of the other people on the uh, More Money podcast, I realized how scarcity figured into my life in ways that I didn't realize just by sort of sabotaging myself. You know, yeah. you, you get ahead um, a certain amount. And it's not like you go back down to zero, but you get comfortable with this ceiling, whatever it is. Zero might be for some people. For me, it wasn't that. Um, and realizing how much that is very much something I do to myself. Um, yeah. Because of lessons I've learned throughout my life. And it just feels good to take a few steps and realize um, it doesn't have to be that way. And I can know exactly what I'm doing, it doesn't mean it's going to come out exactly the way I plan, but I also don't have to sabotage myself anymore. I can, I can have big piles of money in several different areas and not, um, not have to sabotage any one of them in any way. And it just feels that I can't tell you how good that feels. Oh, like I was just about to ask, like that has to feel like a huge weight, I would guess lifted. Um, or, or even just, I don't know, being able to breathe differently. How does it feel to have, like, to be like, 
I don't have to do that anymore. I can have all of this. Yeah, I can have all of this, you know, and it's, it's, it's amazing. It's, uh, as you say, with everything that we do in the Enchanted Circle, money is just one of the symptoms. It's one of the, one of the pieces of your life that you look at, but it's the whole rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And it's very true um, with everything else, how I could set myself up to sabotage. Something good happens, and you make sure something bad happens just to knock yourself down a, a, a rung or two, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and to feel like it's okay, I can fly high, and I don't, have to, I, I don't have to wait for a shoe to drop. I don't have to wait to get shot down. I don't have to wait to sabotage myself. It can just be that way. And it can continue to get better and better. Um, it's, it's absolutely amazing. And when you have that feeling, there's like a, a foundation that I've never felt before um, that's always there. So even when you run into um, a little headwind, um, mm-hmm. you just know you're going to be okay and everything's going to be fine. And the other part about that is you just, even I think in people that where scarcity is not their money story that mm-hmm. they need to change, you see it in the, in the Enchanted Circles calls, people you know, dealing with that sort of thing, maybe their money story is a little bit different, but when they, when they have that trust muscle, just watching week to week, how things get better and better and people get more and more confidence and it just builds on itself, you know, so. Absolutely. For me, me, time is a big thing too. So time can be a a big scarcity thing, probably in some ways, even more so than money. And just, not having to control every single aspect of it, how things yeah. fall into place uh, yeah. so naturally and more actually gets done than when you're trying to cram stuff into a very tight, got to do this, got to do that. Hurry, 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 hurry. And there's no hurry. Um, boy, it's amazing how things fall into place. And so, so many aspects of life, definitely. Uh, there's a big payback. Absolutely. I love that. And I want to come back to this, this time thing. Um, and I just want to remind people, cause I love the, what you just shared about your money story in sabotage, because I think most people think sabotage looks like maybe doing something when it comes to money, like doing, getting some money and then going into debt, or it means like really big things. And the thing is, is that that's not been your thing. Like for you, when you're saying sabotage, it's not go into a dire situation. It's just not, it's just keeping it from being even better. That's exactly right. Exactly right. Just uh, putting, putting your own ceiling there Mm -hmm. and everybody's ceiling is a little different, I think, but wherever your ceiling is. um, I think I talked about it way back in the beginning of Manifest 10K when one of the things was clean up your life, you know, clean through things. And I was mm-hmm. cleaning through office and going through old bank statements. And, you know, my personal checking account balance always wavered between ten dollars and $14,000. Never got higher than that. And it wasn't like I was making big investments or not making investments, right. but that was a ceiling there, you know, there. It, and, um, even though, you know, money was going to business, it was going to step IRAs, it was going to this, it was going to that, 
there was a ceiling there, you know, <laughs> um, even though money was getting used very well in other places, the ceiling was there. It was a real symptom of, you know, this, everything else is like, it's like work related. It's your, it's your business. It's your, it's your IRA. It's your this or that. Mm-hmm. But this is where you're comfortable, you know? Um, yeah. I needed to bust through that. I really needed to bust through that. I, I don't keep that much money in my checking account because it's silly to do that, but I'm much more comfortable. Now I have my own brokerage account that has nothing to do with an IRA, nothing to do. It's all just there. And it feels great. It feels great. Um, I don't worry about it. I don't think, Oh my God, what am I going to, yeah. How am I going to, and I don't wait for a shoe to drop. That's the other thing because you don't even realize you're sabotaging yourself. You just, right. you set it right up and there it goes. And I know, I just know that's not going to happen. You know, it's just not going to happen. It's not like I'll never run into headwinds again, but that's not going to happen. I love that. And the first time when you were describing it a few minutes ago, I just pictured like a hang glider or the one, I don't know if it's hang gliding where you jump off the mountain, but like jumping off and gliding down and then just like, oh, that was fun. Let me go to a higher one and let me just enjoy the ride. And then I can go, I can go to a higher one and even enjoy the, enjoy the ride more, right? Being able to just sort of step into that is where you've, you've come. Like, let me enjoy this higher level and this higher level and this higher level. Yeah, it's, it's very true. I heard, I read a story recently I'm in a book that I was reading about a very rich person who, you know, multi-billionaire and, you know, got mad at his wife for doing something like spending money on expensive toilet paper or something. And, you know, him realizing that he could see, you know, she could do that for a thousand years. And in 10 minutes in the stock market, he could see his his balance changed <laughs> by way more than that, you know? Yeah. And it really, you know, it, it kind of clicks because that's the whole thing. You can't, you can't always be looking, you don't want to be losing a lot of money, but part of the thing that has kept me from uh, being fully invested in other things is, well, I don't want to lose anything. Right. Well, you know what? There's going to be gains and there's going to be losses. You want to have your gains always be more than your losses. That's the name of the game. It doesn't matter what kind of business or investing you're talking about if you're not willing to take losses. I mean, it's, it's almost like the cost of doing business, you know, a winemaker, I've got to buy grapes. I've got to buy barrels. I've got to buy bottles. I've got to buy corks. That's the cost of doing business right there. Yeah. Um, And it's the same thing. Uh, But having that realization uh, was really, really good. And I don't know that I would have been able to make all the connections. Mm -hmm without having the enchanted circle, you know, yeah. um, because it, it opens your awareness and your perception um, so that all the messages can get through. Mm-hmm. There's always messages, good messages coming through in your life, all throughout your life, but you don't hear them yeah. because you can't hear them because you're not in that space. But I just feel like the space is so good it's very easy to get the messages, you know, it's just the channels are all open, so to speak. Yeah. Which is huge. And I love that you shared that story because that is so, is so cool because it's, it just gives you that real world picture of, Oh yeah, you can get mad over here, but this could be, this is not that big of a thing and you can lose over here. But often people get distracted by what we'll just call the toilet paper in this example. Right. 
Yeah. Like, oh, I might, I spent so much on this or I did so much. And it's just, it's really taking that whole picture and seeing it all. Yeah. And it's, it's realizing also what's, um, what's a real meaningful uh, transmission for, uh, you know, noise versus signal, you know? Um, and I think that's the other thing. It's another way of looking at it. Another point, what is noise and what is signal? Mm-hmm. And I think that's another, another way of putting it. What the enchanted circle has brought me is I can see what's noise mm-hmm. and signal. And, you know, it's, a, it's important not to call everything noise. Oh, I don't worry about anything. Everything's noise right. out there. No, what's the signal? What, what's the signal? Mm-hmm. Whether it's something that says, hey, you need to do something about this or, wow, look at what you got. You know, it, it doesn't matter what, what the signal is, but it's recognizing the signal and then letting the noise go. Whereas what we kind of want to do a lot is pay attention to the noise, not the signal. So yes. um, that's, yeah. I, I think that's a really good way of putting it. Yeah. Do any examples of how that's played out in your life pop up? Well, um, you know, I, I have been part of a, uh, a mentoring program for options trading because I've been doing it for close to three years now. Yeah, it's just about three years now. So I've been doing this options uh, trading for about three years and been part of a mentoring program. I do a little less mentoring and just a little bit more online watching what's going on. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I've come to a point where I feel very confident in the way that I trade the options as opposed to the way that they teach to trade the options. I use a lot of that material. There's, there's so much material to, to know. but they're kind of, they're stuck down here in a very basic and I'm, I'm up here now. And the noise and the signal, you know, it's realizing that as much as I like my mentor in that program, he's still teaching people at a very basic level. And because of a lot of SEC stuff, you know, a lot of regulated regulatory stuff, he can't say everything that he's doing. Mm -hmm. Um, If I talk to him, you know, sort of off air, I'm sure it would be, it would be cool. But Realizing that, you know, a lot of that basic stuff is noise because it kind of has to be at that level. Yeah. And I need to be really confident in what I'm doing, the direction that I'm taking. Because because it is a more advanced level. So basically anybody who's a part of the mentoring program can watch any student mentor relationship one on one like we're we're doing now. Yeah. And so for me to be doing what I'm doing and say, hey, uh, no, I'm not doing long-term stuff right now because of this. I'm doing short-term stuff and I'm only taking 5%. I'm in and out and blah, blah, blah. If you don't know what you're doing, you get yourself into trouble very quickly. And so they really can't have necessarily other people watching that that aren't as advanced. And so I think there's a little bit of pushback. And so realizing, realizing that and that I am okay my my style because it is it's working it's right. it's working great even in this market um i can sleep at night too I'm, i don't have too much on the line um i'm not overdoing it not underdoing it and just realizing i am okay in my place i i've kind of gotten it's not that i you know want to don't want to be a part of that but i'm good um so that whole that confidence uh, I also don't think would have necessarily come without the enchanted circle. That's amazing. Cause that is so that, that confidence to trust, like 
no, no, like somebody might be saying this, but I know this is it or, you know, and it doesn't matter the reason, right? Because, you know, and I totally believe like we all get to, once we find what works for it's, we find our path to what works and that works. Some things work for some people because it's what they're aligned to. It's what they feel good in. It's what, like you said, like you can sleep at night. Like it's, it's the thing that you're not having to worry about, but you enjoy and you can, you have sort of this, just, it feels good. Like you said. And I think that there's different things about (laughs) all ways of making money and creating money that feel good to some people and don't feel good to others. Right. It's, it's so true. You know, uh, so Tracy, my partner says, I mean, I, she says, I love the difference in how you're trading now because in the long-term trades, you have to adjust a lot. And so I'd have alerts set and alerts would be going off all the time. I'd have to go back and, you know, figure, figure out what the adjustment I needed to be made. And she said, you know, your alert would go off and there you'd be gone, you know, um, especially first thing in the morning when the market uh-huh. moved. And uh, she says, now I see you putting on your trades. They're coming off or you're watching them, you know, but not like there's nothing but screen time. Yeah. And, you're just much more peaceful, you know, mm-hmm. and it's much easier. Uh, um, and so you re- when you get the feedback from the outside world, because a lot of times we can't see ourselves when the alerts are going off. And you're just, <laughs> I mean, you can really get kind of high on that, you know, oh, God, yeah. it's like, yeah, but look at your P&L and see how everything's going because everything costs money. Um, and it costs with your time and your mm-hmm. and so forth. So um, it just, it's a natural, it's a real natural uh, progression. And um, again, it's noise versus signal. So you have to, um, it can be hard to tune out the noise, especially when it comes from the outside, because you want to give some credence to somebody who has experience, you know, but what works, works. Yeah, what works, works. And what I love what that story just illustrated is I would say too, like along the path, we've you've stepped into your future self who is peaceful and relaxed and going out and enjoying surfing and time with the people that she loves, you know. And so it makes sense that your trading has changed. It's still successful because your future self is successful and has a lot of money and all these things. And you've created the way to do it. That's peaceful and not that alert, alert, alert type of thing. Yes, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Which is awesome. And uh, just such a fun example of the way, you know, when you are your future self, you find these other ways, you find the ways to be so that you get everything right. Yeah. Instead of, oh man, if I want this amount of money, I have to be on high alert all the time. No, you get to have peace. Your partner gets to enjoy you and you get right. to have the money. Right. Exactly right. That's, yeah. it's, it's very true. And it's, it, you can't, you certainly can't get the how of it because that's not, that's not the way it happens. It, it just, it opens up and it, and it comes to you. I mean, it's only now that I'm realizing the whole part of the story, you know, um, and, uh, yeah. So it's great. I love it. And speaking of stories, I want to come back to what you said was awesome. So there's an assignment in Manifest 10K is, you know, we have like some assignments bill on each other. And there's a point about 30, 30 to 60 days in where you start to write about, you start to write your new money story by identifying a character and, and writing about them. And your character was 
you named her financial <laughs> wizard, right? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, it was, uh, it was a really, really good, actually, and I, I'll say I didn't realize how good it was when I was first, but when you, when I go back to that, I have, I have like all my stuff just right on my desktop so I can kind of look at it. When I go back to that and realize how good it was and how meaningful it's been, yeah. it's absolutely amazing. It's so amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And how did it feel when somebody out of the blue said, you know, your characters, you're a financial wizard? Yeah, it, it felt, it felt great because you know, it was this guy he, for, for, you know, an investment consultant, he was a pretty, he was a pretty cool guy um, and easy to talk to. And we, we kind of got into it. We got into the different trading platforms and, you know, what I'm doing with options and what I'm doing with the cash because I'm waiting to see what my tax liability is and blah, blah, blah. And so we really, we, we had a really nice conversation, you know, and he said, oh, well, you got it all and you're a financial wizard. I'm not going to bug you anymore, you know, <laughs> um, if you need anything. And so it was, it was, it was nice not only to be called a financial wizard, but to have this wonderful conversation about investing in everything from T-bills, bonds, uh, stocks, um, you know, closed in mutual funds, uh, all the way to options and the kind of options tradings that I do. And he got it because he's, he knows about this stuff. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and then to have him call me a financial wizard, that was, was awesome. Really awesome. I love it. I love those pieces of it's how we call it. It's happening when you're like that. You can't make that up. That that was my character's name, and that just happened, right? You, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Which is so awesome. And I just want to refer, I want to talk a little bit about time in a second, but for our listeners, I want to connect. We've been talking a lot about story and your original story and, and how all these things fit together and grow. And Mia's original story was scarcity, then, then hot mess when there was money, which is exactly <laughs> that. The hot mess is that sabotage, right? It's not, there's never really a problem. It's just that ceiling. And so I just wanted to kind of bring that full circle for anyone listening so you can see that that, you know, if that's your story, that's what you do. You just sort of, you either hit, you have your own ceiling or things get really good. And then you, you know, then you do something to only have $14,000 in your account or whatever the number is. Right. And, and that is such an interesting number because like, you know, that has to be a ceiling because it's such an interesting number. Right. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know, and, and Cassie, something just happened. Uh, our hot water heating heater went down, of course, on Sunday. Um, yeah. So it's like, uh Oh, no hot right. water. And so we have the absolute means to get a plumber in on Sunday. Mm -hmm. And this is a water heater we've had for, you know, about six years. It's had one problem already, blah, blah, you know, so it's like, ah, right, let's just get a new one. But, you know, we were patient. We could, we could deal without a shower on Sunday night. That was okay. Monday, the plumber that put it in, we were patient with them. We did figure out what the problem is. They came, didn't charge us any labor, replaced the part. Everything's fine. 140 bucks and we're done. And, you know, so it would have been easy to, and it would have been, it would have been exactly sabotage right now. Um, cause you know, 2000 bucks or whatever it would have cost to have somebody came in on a Sunday and put a new water heater in, it wouldn't have been a big deal, but to say, well, well, Hey, we're okay. We're going to be okay. Let's see what we can do on Monday. And, um, you know, so 
is less than 10% of the cost. Yeah. Um, and it's not like we're worried about the cost, but you're not throwing that out there. You know, yeah. it's it, the natural thing that happened was to have it come to this resolution rather than this resolution, you know? Um, yes. And so that's the kind of thing that builds and happens too. Uh-huh. That is such a great example because it is, and it's, it's just mindset and where you're at. And the, the Mia from six months ago might have, yep, let's take care of it on Sunday. Like, because you're right. Oh, such a good example because it's, it, it's not, it's sneaky. Like that's justifiable. You need hot water. That's taking care of yourself. It's taking care of your home, your partner, your animals. Right. And yet it could have like that jumping it's, it doesn't seem like sabotage, but it could have been like, let me take this account down some money because I'm not comfortable. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. Yeah. Let's, well, gosh, darn, look at that. Let's get it down. Another yeah. couple thousand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. So thank you for sharing that example. Cause it's so good, especially for those who think their story might be like a hot mess. Cause that's exactly sort of, it's sneaky like that. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So do you want to talk a little bit about how you've realized time and money are connected and how, you know, just opening up to more time? Yeah. You know, um, just, it's sort of getting away from, uh, you know, there's, and it's, it's the same thing with money. There's a, there's a point where budgeting and having, you know, how much you have for this, how much you have for that and so on and so forth is very good. Same thing with time, Mm -hmm. but you know, when you're rushing and, and putting a lot of um, energy towards rushing, nothing seems to happen uh, very well, you know, and right. um, I noticed it because Tracy's exactly the opposite. So I'm a person who's got to be on time 10 minutes early, blah, 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 way I was raised. Um, and Tracy, boy, when you start to push out the door, like I'm ready, you know, the keys are jingling in my pocket, (laughs) you will dig her heels in even worse, you know, Uh just like, you know, but it's really good. It's perfect for me because it's a great lesson. I can't, as soon as I stop pushing, we're always on time because I'm not pushing anymore. Right. And just like happened with the water heater, everything falls into place, happens very naturally. Mm -hmm. have to have this pressure on on that on time and it just it's like you can fly again i mean it's it's completely like flying you because you don't have that pressure on your shoulders you know Um, yes ah that's awesome and such a great such a great example yeah you know um so i'm a scientist and there's such a thing you know about viscosity and ketchup is a good example. You know, most most liquids, mm-hmm. you put more pressure on them or more head pressure, they flow faster. Ketchup's exactly the opposite. The more you try and get it out, it's a thixotropic fluid. Yeah. The more it holds on. It won't it won't do it. That's why it's best just to give it a slight little knock when you yeah. ketchup out, you know, the old fashioned uh, jars and, and stuff like the bottles, as opposed to the squeeze thing. But that's, you know, that's exactly what happens in, in a lot of situations where you try and put pressure on something, it actually makes it even worse. You know, it's like, yes. okay, this is done. We're not, we're not moving anywhere now. You got yeah. to be nice about it. And it's, it's a really good example. So you see it in physical chemistry mm-hmm. in, in the universe. There's stuff that works this way, you know? Um, yeah. 
Oh, that's like my the favorite, my heart, you know, as soon as you said scientists, I was like, oh, this is going to be awesome because I love the science of it. And I love knowing the things like that because it is, yeah. and time is, time is so like that. Yeah. So when listening, if you want more time, like let go more, stop like hammering the ketchup bottle. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's awesome. Cool. Any final thoughts as we wrap up today's interview? God, it always feels so good to come and talk to you, you know, on these podcasts. I mean, I enjoy listening to them, but, you know, um, I'm not one of the best ones for uh, celebrating on Kajabi. And it just, it, I do on the phone calls, but this just seems like a really super big celebration. And I know there's so many people listening to your podcast, how many people it touches. So that is big part of the celebration. That just feels so awesome because I, I can forget how good things are going sometimes. Yes, I totally get that. And I think that's a great lesson for people listening is like to remember, like take that time, whether you have a scheduled interview or not, like just put it on your calendar to make sure to just take a look at and just stop and remember how good things are going. Yeah. So thank you for that. And thank you for being here and celebrating with us because it's so much fun. And uh, I know it paves the way for so many people that are listening and, and want this bigger money and, and want the like, yeah, I, I'm ready to figure out like, how do I raise the ceiling, right? They want that as the thing they're working on and growing through. Yes. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you, Mia. Thank you everyone for listening and make sure to check out Mia's next interview. Thank you for joining us on the More Money Show. To learn how to attract more money into your life, Go to your favorite book retailer and order Cassie's book, Manifest $10,000.